0: Welcome back, everybody. Very excited about this week. We're going to talk about the power of a visible felt leadership, a VFL, as it's commonly known. I'm very excited about this topic because it's one of the very few silver bullets in mining. And when I say a silver bullet, it's one of those fundamental principles that fundamentally shifts the culture of your area your team that you're working in if you're a team leader or a supervisor or a manager of a team or if you're the leader of the mine or you a section manager or engineer a processing engineer doesn't matter where you are visible felt leadership is one of those silver bullets those magical things that if you get it right fundamentally shifts the culture of the organization your team the performance of that area and it's one of those things, those secrets that we don't always get right. Okay, so what we're going to cover today is very simply, what is a visible felt leadership? Why do we do it? How do we do it? Very importantly, how do we do it? And then the compounding effect of a visible felt leadership. So it's a well-known term, but I'm just going to, try and explain, as we start off, what is a visible felt leadership? Now, it's literally what it says. Visible, there's some feelings involved, and it's about leadership. So I love the common saying of walking the fields. A farmer, if you're a winemaker, walking the vineyards, the successful farmer doesn't just sit at the farmhouse and control the farm from there as we all know if you want to be successful in farming you are gonna walk the fields you're gonna you're gonna look at the cattle you're gonna look at the animals you're gonna look at the you know what's the harvest like uh, what's what are the fruits on on the land what are the vineyards like what are the leaves look like and you're not just gonna manage that by just sitting somewhere in the farmhouse The same for mining. We run one of the most amazing businesses in the world, and we're part of that business of mining and the resource sector, and it's equally important for us to be out there looking, seeing, smelling, using our senses, and making a difference by being out there, and that's visibility. So the felt, now this is an interesting one because we – As leaders, one of the biggest things we do is we influence people's feelings. They don't always remember what we said or how did we show up. But what they do remember is how they felt because of our presence, where they are working and doing their daily tasks. So that's the felt portion, the felt portion of the visible felt and the leadership, everything stands and falls with leadership. And the leadership is the ability to inspire people, influence people. That's really the summary of what leadership means. The definition of leadership is influence. So, why do we do it? Why do we do a visible, felt leadership? And uh, why would you care doing it? It's a silver bullet. It's one of those magical things that if you do it consistently every week, more than once a week, maybe it's for you it's a daily thing. But if you're a leader of a mine or you're a leader of a big section, you need to get, get out in the field touching people's hearts and minds at least once, preferably twice a week, where you're very intentional about that interaction. And I have found that, and, and just a very simple example, a story in my own life of, of mining and how this has just reinforced why I think it's so important that we have a concept, that we have a culture of visible felt leadership. So we were in the midst of COVID, uh, in the second wave of COVID as an organisation And as leaders, our safety record at the mine was not where we wanted to be. And we saw people getting hurt, which we actually had a very good safety record up to that point. We saw some high potential risk incidents taking place more than, you know, significantly more than the previous year. And as leaders, we got around the table and we asked ourselves, "What, what is happening here? What's wrong? And then the one thing that came out, is during this whole process of COVID, we stopped getting out to the field as often as what we used to do. We used to have structured visible failed leadership sessions. Now, I just want to pause there for a moment about the concept of visible failed leadership. Just going, coming back, going back to the previous point I was mentioning. What is visible failed leadership? There's a lot of definitions out there, and there are The safety professionals, um, the HSEC professionals, please forgive me. We are not doing a lecture on visible felt leadership and your understanding and the definition of that. The visible felt leadership that we're talking about today is my experience, and I'm talking on behalf of myself. So it's not the so there are very there's, there's 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 quite a bit of theory on visible felt leadership and the way it should be done, and you know there's there's a whole structure to it. I'm talking about visible, felt leadership in, in the context that I will explain uh, just now. So, as leaders coming back to COVID, we sat around the table and we said we we had a program as leaders to go out and make a difference and be visible. And it was a weekly session, and we kept ourselves accountable to do that. And we said, well, if we look at our performance and where we are at the moment. We cannot recall that we are structured, and we've got this cadence every week of touching people's hearts and minds, and going out into the fields, working the walk, walking the workshops, and the plant and the underground or the mining areas or the the procurement areas or the work, you know the the supply chain stores. So we said, and we said, we need to shift this, and then we 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 did it. Even you know we did it. At, we raised the level. We said, let's do two things a week, every week. We are present in a shift handover meeting when, and, and there are various groups of people that, because it's a full calendar operation, 24-7, there are shifts handing over from a previous shift, 12-hour shift. So people handing over, there's a shift handover when one group hands over to the next, Um, and the supervisor takes lead of that first interaction of the start of the shift. And for our mind, it was at 7 o'clock in the morning um, or 7 o'clock at night, and that was That shift handover. So that's one session that we as leaders will attend uh, and just be supportive. The other thing we said, we'll go out and meet people where they are physically doing their daily work. And that's a second session. So we said we we said we committed to ourselves as a leadership team to, to do that every week. So have two VFLs. Now, once again, I'm not in this argument of what's your definition of VFL? I'm talking about consistently showing up and be there for people to listen and understand their challenges. So the one thing we did with the 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 shift handover sessions was to – we don't plot out or we didn't plot out and say who's going to be where at which shift handover, whether it's the processing plant or whether it's the procurement team or whether that's um, the maintenance teams or engineering teams or whether it's mining teams. We will just each hold ourselves accountable to show up every week at a shift handover meeting. And I took a Friday as my day. So that was every Friday I would be at a shift handover meeting and I did it in a very structured approach. That was my day. Some of the other leaders had their days. But because we all have different meetings and, and, and priorities and there are certain days that you run your sections and your areas in a different way, so we didn't we were not not prescriptive. But what we wanted was consistency of showing up every week. The other one was a structured walking the fields day where you join a team uh, for for the, what they're doing and, and you're interacting with them. And for some of us, that was a Wednesday, and for some of us, that was a Thursday. So generally those were the two days. Once again, not too prescriptive on it, but being consistent in the approach. So with both those sessions, so let's just go back to the handover, the, the shift handover meeting. Our objective was there to support the teams and be a be a fly on, on the wall, a person that's just in the meeting and listening through to the conversations, not spying on people. It was not about criticising. This was not about checking whether the supervisor is doing the right thing. That was listening to the conversations that are taking place at the shift handover meeting and seeing where we as leaders are lacking the support and the enablement for those teams, what they are struggling with on a day-to-day basis. And if you do this consistently over many, many year, weeks, excuse me, there's, there are some themes that come across that are so consistent, the same things, the same issues being being raised all the time. And our purpose in that meeting was not to take over the supervisor's job. Yes, it was an opportunity at the end of that meeting where the crews um, wanted to ask some questions and we were given opportunity for leaders present in that time to answer, and we would, we would not disempower the supervisors that are responsible for various things. So in a lot of cases, it becomes a mutsling exercise because, yes, in some cases, supervisors are exposed because the next level or a few levels up, supervisor or leader is in that room, and now they've been raising issues that have not been dealt with, and, um, and these issues are not resolved and once again, we didn't use those sessions to expose a supervisor but to hear about the issues. But we could answer on things that was, was our job. So there's Rikas there's Grimbeek, one of my leaders, always used to say one thing that I really love. Everybody's, got, um, everybody's job is equally important, equally important. But we just have different jobs. So if my job is whatever, the section manager or underground manager or section engineer, that job has got certain functions that's very important to support the team and enablement and support the senior leadership team, but you've got your job and a supervisor that reports to you has got his or her job and your job is not to do their job they need to deal with their issues. So in these shift handover meetings, it was not about solving a supervisor's job. And we would be very clear that this was outside of our scope and it's really, we we would, you know, this is a, a question for a supervisor or a superintendent or an engineer to answer. But our purpose in that session was also for the team to ask us questions about our jobs. What are, you know, if, if, if my job was the, the VP operations or, you know, the, the COO of the company, I would answer on on my job, what it is that my job is about and what I can do to support them in terms of my scope of my job, which is equally important than their jobs, whether that's whatever. And what it does, if you are out there every week, it exposes The leadership team, it exposes the supervisors in a lot of ways. It exposes the managers and the management of the mine in a big way that if these teams come across every week and if you're walking the fields and doing this consistently every week, you either totally don't care about the issues if you just keep on avoiding it we you actually start going to do something about it because it's a consistent theme. You cannot run away from it because it's just going to come back at you next week. So I think there's very few people that will just ignore it. And so we started listening differently and helping teams where they were struggling. And it made a fundamental shift in the safety performance because remember people... People don't necessarily remember what you said or how you said it, but they do remember how you made them feel. And if they voice an issue over a couple of weeks and you start addressing those issues and they see the change, they see the benefit coming through from those sessions, they embrace the fact that you are there every week because they can see issues are being resolved that they're just not left there in the cold. Their issues are being heard. they actually being actioned, and things start getting better. And that's leadership. You see, leaders are there to enable and support their teams and help them to be successful. And that's why that leadership is so felt if you are consistent about the approach. So once again, I'm not into the theory of visible felt leadership and how your mind or your organization do Visible Felt Leadership sessions. You know, you it may be very structured, and today we're going to look at um, an engine being overhauled and what are people doing and what are the critical controls, and we can get very technical about the purpose of a Visible Felt Leadership. But for us, it was showing up, listening, responding, and enabling people in an unstructured yet very structured approach. And it made a shift, and we—I'll tell you what is the end result. The end result was another record year. The year after that was another production record year in a history of a mine of fifty years old. Um, Safety—that was all-time best safety records in proactive as well as reactive safety um, KPIs, or key performance indicators, or numbers to to measure your proactive indica- uh, your proactive interactions and your reactive numbers, what what are the results of your safety uh, performance. But it was phenomenal that just in a couple of months, and I'm saying months, it was within three to four months, we saw a major turnaround of our safety and our production. And, and we just kept going at that. And the next year, another record and another record-breaking year. And so... If you're super consistent about it, you, the results just come by itself. Now, I must tell you that it was—it it is hard to consistently show up. It is not easy to, in my case, it was a Friday morning and, you know, we know how quickly time flies. And before you wipe your eyes, you know, it's a Friday again and, you know, you either have to wake up early or, you know, be at an odd time at the mine, but you do this consistently, the results show up. You know, there's this this sports analogy, <laughs> and I'm I'm a sports fan and I enjoy exercise. But you know, there's this concept of if you do 20 minutes a day of consistent exercise, it's much better than doing exercise once a week for two hours, because the benefits that you see from this. Very small pieces of exercise that you do consistently over a long period of time is a much better athlete than the one that only exercises once a week, once a week, maybe for two hours. You know, wrecking their bodies, um, but the rest of the week they just you know do nothing or you know eat badly. So it's exactly the same concept with visible field leadership and going out to the fields every week or every day and making a difference. It is hard work. But you know, the amazing result of that, those, those efforts that, you know, walking the fields, you know, preparing the land, preparing the soil, putting seed in the ground, that's just seed in the ground that you're actually, you're actually preparing the soil for, for the seed and then, and then those actions become seed in the ground and they start growing. And before you know it, you've got a harvest. And, and when you see this harvest and you see it's bountiful and it's, it's plenty, it's enough, you know, the next time you do it, it becomes easier because you see the results of your, your felt leadership. Okay, so that's, that's basically the, the why and the how in, in one go. But I, I'll just want to touch another one on the how. I spoke about the other session a week of, of interacting with a team where they are busy doing work. And there we had a very simple approach and our approach was we want to be interacting with people that are physically doing work and it wasn't a big group of people so we tried to keep the group small either yourself with a supervisor and a next level down supervisor that's it interacting with a team of people so you would show up greet the people um, explain um, or introduce yourself and then say to them You know, ask them to, you know, to give us a little bit of information about them. What are their names? Where do they work? How long have they been at the mine? Do they have families? Just connecting socially just with them and then explain to them why you're there. You're there to support them. Is there anything that they are struggling with? you know, from a, from a safety perspective or from just executing the job. Do they have the, the tools or equipment and the, and the means and the ability, the training to do what they need to do every day or for that shift and then take us through what they are doing and, you know, how things are going. But the main purpose is one, we are there to support you. That's it. <laughs> as simple as that. Our job as leaders are to enable our people. Listen to them, give them the means and the ability to the to their job the means and the abilities, the training the tools, the equipment, the budget, the things that they need to be successful because you know what people don't come to work and say, "I think today i'm just going to see how bad i'm going to do, and I just want to stuff this day up. I just want to you know I, I want to make my shift supervisor or my supervisor angry. I just want to have a miserable day today at work people don't do that they very few people come to work just to disrupt and be you know, a poor performer. Most people, 95% of people, will respond positively and do what's required of them to do if they have the means and the ability and the support and the enablement from us as leaders to actually do what they're supposed to be doing. And that was it. So the people started embracing the fact when we were out in the field month on month on month, week on week on week, they embraced the fact that we meeting with them. We're not coming to spy on them. We're not coming there to see catch them in the act of doing wrong. We're trying to catch them in the act of doing right and then see how can we do this better? <laughs> how can we, you know, how can we improve this business? What's not working? What if us? which of our standards are no longer simple and easy to implement or do? Or what critical controls are actually not critical, they're just controls and there's better ways of doing it. So, yeah, those are the first three points. And the final point is just the the, the compounding effect of a visible felt leadership. The analogy that I spoke about of an athlete just doing 20 minutes a day of exercise consistently six days a week or seven days a week versus the one that racks their bodies one time a week you know, for two hours a week, one, two hours for once a week or three hours for once a week. When we, when we do these interactions consistently, it's, it's this the, the act of just being disciplined in that process. The compounding effect that, you know, compound, compound interest for an example, if you put a little bit of money away every month over 20 years, you know, you've saved a hell of a lot of money and you can, you know, pay off a house or a you know, a couple of cars or whatever, but there's this, you save a little bit and then that little bit that you've saved earns interest and next month you save a little bit more and that earns interest. And, you know, after three years, it's interest on interest and, you know, it's capital on capital that you've you've accumulated. So there's a massive compounding effect uh, by just being super consistent and disciplined. And it's nothing different in business and in leadership. If you're just that consistent of showing up and forcing yourself in many days, and it, it's not as, as I said, there are, it's not always that easy. There's, there's always excuses why I, I can't do it. And, you know, there were days in my case where I literally only had half an hour uh, in my schedule because the rest of the week was crazy. And I would just make that effort of getting out there, going to a processing plant, uh, going to, you know, a procurement area or going to a finance team and interacting with people and see how they're doing. Excuse me. And it was amazing. It's, it's amazing how this shifted the mind's performance as a team. And, and we learned so much from our people and our people loved it. Uh, our people – it's really a silver bullet. You know what? After about, after about four months and, and things started turning, we saw, we saw the results. We spoke to ourselves and we said, why are we not always doing this? Why do we keep falling into the trap of getting very busy but achieving very little, of not prioritizing the most important things of running a business? Whether this business is in mining, mining, whether you in manufacturing, whether you farming, visible felt leadership is a concept that has phenomenal results if we do it right consistently, and all the time. So just want to recap what I spoke about it's a concept that we can. Talk a lot about, theoretically, what visible felt leadership is and what it's not. But in the most simplest terms, it's being out to the field, being visible, that your people can feel you and they they can experience what positive leadership is about. How we do it, that's up to you. As long as you do it consistently, as long as you do it in a, in, a, in, a, in a consistent and predictable manner. You know, people love consistency. People love that, that they know that next week you're going to be there. You know what it does? It builds trust. And the compounding effect of that is you'll have a massive shift in your culture, in your section, your shift in performance, shift in safety, and you reap the benefits because those seeds – would have become massive trees and they each will be bearing fruit and you will see the fruit of your labor but there's no quick fix in mining you have to be super consistent in this would love to hear your feedback about this podcast about the weekly cadence if you've got ideas or topics you want to talk about let us know uh, there is the website it is www.theminingcoach.com If you've got people that you think should be a guest on the show, please send us an email so that we can ask them to come and join and be a guest on the show. We appreciate your time that you are taking to listen to this podcast. So if you're in traffic or you are, you know, doing a hobby, whatever you're doing, you're listening to this. Thank you for making the time to do this and keep developing yourself, keep growing, have fun, enjoy your mining. Cheers.